0: What's up, fellas? MVP season is on us. But Chuck, uh, this one goes goes to you. I kind of forgot having a toddler running around the house who, you know, eats and is learning how to go to the bathroom. I forgot how much newborn spit up on you. And uh, bought this new workout shirt yesterday. Came home, tried it on. My uh, little one was crying. Held her. Gave her a couple pats on the back. She just puked all over my... The shirt that I had on for like two minutes. So uh, you got that to look forward to again, bud. Anyway, here we go. Welcome to the Fantasy Basketball Podcast with not quite a layman, not quite an expert, Pod Tom. All right, fellas. Um, today, most of this pod is going to be about the MVP. Who is the MVP of Fantasy Brewing Company for the 2020-21 fantasy season? Taking the trophy from your boy, Pod Tom, Tom James. But before we do that, I wanted to quick take a look at the playoff picture. And Christian, I'm sorry, this is not me telling you. How many guys have 60, how many have 50, how many have 40. We'll get to that next week. Today is mostly about the MVP, but before that, I wanted to just take a quick look at the standings. We have six teams in the playoffs, which are Stacks, JB, Shoots, Christian, Sean, and Andy. We have two teams out, which is Dewey and Latam. Um, I just did not have the manpower last week after the injuries to Curry and LeBron. And... Uh, You know, LeBron, please get well. That's much more important than me winning fantasy. We have four teams, however, who are in the playoff hunt. And two of these teams will be in the playoffs, and two of these teams will be in the toilet bowl. And those are, starting from the bottom, Witty, Adam, Chuck, and New John. New John has the easiest and clearest path, where if he wins, he's in. Um, And he would take that seventh spot. And then it would be Chuck, Adam, and Kyle battling for the eighth. Um, Witty has the hardest path, and he absolutely has to win. Being at a four in the win column, uh, Witty needs to get up. He needs to win. If he loses, he's in the toilet bowl. If he wins, he's still got a chance. For Witty to have a chance at the eighth spot, what he needs is he needs for chuck and adam both to lose and for him to win and then he oh wait if he wins and chuck and he's got to like absolutely just hand chuck his ass on uh points so very very tough path for witty uh to make it but he's got to beat for him to make it he's got to beat chuck by like 500 points for the rest of the week Then it comes down to Adam and Chuck, who are at five and seven. A win gets these guys in the playoffs, most likely. Okay, But if they both win and New John loses, then we've got three teams at six and seven, and it'll come down to points four. That would make Chuck in the playoffs, and it would be basically Adam would have to beat New John by about 200 in the remaining weeks. So what it looks like is it looks as if the most likely scenario is Chuck makes the playoffs, New John makes the playoffs, Witty and Adam join Dewey and I in the toilet bowl, but we shall see. Um, if either Chuck or Adam loses and the other one wins, then they're in and they got it. So basically, Chuck, New John, Witty, and Adam. Good luck, I guess. Anyway, good luck to everyone else going for the toilet or. Er, uh, going for this MVP trophy, and what I wanted to do today is spend most of our time talking about that. I think that there are, essentially, when it comes to MVP this year, that there are four different classes of Brewer, and I think that we're, I'm going to start from the bottom and work to, toward the top. I think that there are four people in this first category, which I'm going to call the fuck knows, is in, fuck no, they won't win the MVP. The first one in that category is Schutz. Okay, Schutz essentially has the same team as last year, but he's done a lot less personally for the league. Um, and we know he's had you know, life changes like a baby and going to school, so it's completely understandable. But last year, he was coming in hot as a rookie. He was talking shit without ever having to win, and he had a really good team. People were like, oh, this is really cool. Plus, he would do these hilarious videos after he would beat somebody. This year, we, I don't think we've even seen a video. He's basically got the same team as last year, so no one's really uh, going to give him much credit until we see what happens in the playoffs, which essentially makes him like Kawhi. Then we have Christian, okay? I think uh, Christian this year belongs in the fuck knows. Okay, he's got a great team. He could easily win this. His stats are awesome. Great points for. Solid trade, solid player. But I don't think anyone's going to give him a vote. He could. Merit-based, definitely. I mean, he always could be an MVP. But I think that people are going to be like, well, we've done this before. He's won a couple times. It's, it's time for someone new. Which makes him like Giannis. Then we have Chuck. Uh, I think Chuck belongs in the fuck knows this year because, I mean, he has like tons of content. I mean, he gave us the logo for Pete's sake and the logo is fucking awesome. He started a red bubble store. He's, uh, funding his, his home mortgage off of the, the profits from that. But I think that it's like, we look at him and it's like, dude, you were an MVP before you your champ before. Now you're fighting for the playoffs. No one's going to throw you a vote. Uh, Sorry, man, like, no worries, but uh, it's kind of, kind of has to do with the team. But in a lot of ways, I also feel like he doesn't really care that much about it this year, and he's kind of like, hey, you know what, I'll just do whatever you guys all know me and my legacy said, I don't really care what the haters say, yeah, like, I might like, you know, pounce back on a burner account or whatever, which makes him like KD. And then we have the fourth and final of the fuck knows, and that is your host, Podtown. Classic content, always putting out the pod. People fucking love it, and uh, I think that it's like there yeah. You could make a case for me uh, every year with the MVP. I mean, I'm bringing it each week. I mean, the amount of text and that kind of shit that I have to do just to get content only only to have the haters just pounce like right away at everything I you know everything I do. Um, it's like hey, that's what whatever. You know, haters are going to hate, but you could make a case and there are people who will defend me, who will say, yeah, the pod is worthy every year and, you know, some things happen. It's like injury plague season, tons of stuff, but uh, no excuses. And I think that because of the fact that it could be me every year and uh, I probably won't get a vote and overlooked and the haters are going to ration, make all this rationale of why I shouldn't. Kind of like LeBron. Okay, our next category comes to the way outside chance. And this one has uh, two people in it. And I think that, you know, there's a chance that these guys get votes, but we'll see. Way outside chance. The first one is New John. Okay. Good, good gameplay, solid content, unintentional comedy of uh, getting Chuck the women's slippers. That was hilarious. Still can't tell if it was a joke or not. Um, he also provided just some great entertainment for the rest of us by these matchups that were so close. So close. But, it, and this isn't really, like, his fault. He is, like, coming in as a solid, you know, rookie. And he's, like, he's brought a ton to the league. I think we all, you know, love him. We, we like the, the shtick he's doing. But we saw that last year. We saw that with shoots and shoots did a, a lot of, you know, solid stuff last year. And it was like, yeah, yeah, we've seen this before, which makes new John like Russell Westbrook the year after he won the MVP. The other person in the way outside chance is uh a boy, do not he, d- he don't text much, do he? Um, and I think that Dewey, uh, you know, I would love to be sitting here and just making a strong case for Dewey to be the MVP. And I would love to be like, dude, Dewey, this is your year, man. And I think that content-wise, you killed it. I mean, I think that you did, your, your text presence was amazing. Um, I thought that you contributed a lot to the league. Um, I thought that you're, especially with like the secret Santa, and when we were doing a couple hangs, you were just like totally totally there bringing it. Plus, in the off season, you saved people actual like real money by telling us to, like refinance and giving that kind of stuff, which I think like is pretty fucking cool. However, your team is just ass. No offense, but it's ass. And, you know, you've had injuries, and you've done a lot. I mean, you made some good trades, and you got some moves, and looking at the free agents you picked up, it's like, dude, that's a solid squad. But you're not going to get any consideration with that team, despite how good you've done, which kind of makes you like Carl Towns. This brings us to the the next tier and to... The final people of the league, which is broken into the final two classes. And uh, the first one, these next four people, I think, have a really solid case for MVP. Uh, when we look at them, I'm going to go ahead and start out with uh, Andy, who we're going to hear from in a minute. And I'm not going to spend too much time on him because we get a, a great case from Andy and I think we hear two cases for Andy. But I think that just... Really briefly, what he does is he brings um, a super solid presence. He's a positive guy, a lot of fun. Um, you know, he just bring there's a joy to his game. Tons of trades. He's always there. People always call him fair. Everyone likes him. How could you not like Andy? And uh, super solid case. Um, I mean, he'll be, he's in that championship tier again. And it's just kind of like the team and we'll see what happens and can he do it. And in this way, he's kind of like 2015 Curry. Our next solid case is uh, a boy who I'm definitely, definitely considering personally giving a giving a vote to. And that's uh, Mr. Witty. And I think that, you know, the thing that hurts you the most, bud, is your team. And you could be in the toilet bowl, and we've kind of established that you don't give um, toilet bowl winners MVP. But, well, Witty, uh, the positivity thing you've done is fucking awesome. I love hearing that positivity. And I'll be honest, it has enriched my own personal life. Uh, This quarantine is getting long as fuck. And having to be home and cooped up in the house and not being able to bring things places, like, it kind of really pisses me off. And being able to send you something each week where I'm like, you know, here's, like, how good we have it and here's this good thing and then listening to other people's like i think you brought something extra to the league that is very valuable and i think that, that is worth a ton um and so really appreciate you you're in consideration of the pod host vote here but um i think that you know just being a positive presence that everyone loves and you can't really say anything bad about it, you're kind of like clay thompson all right four people left two in the solid cases, and then two in the front runners. Uh, I'm going to start, I'm going to go in in the order that I sort of see it. And this next one is uh, Sean. Okay. I think that Sean, dude, I have absolutely loved what you've done this year. Um, You have been awesome in the thread. I love your gimmicks of Radio Guy and Trade Machine. I love the content that you've given. Um, You have been, I think, just, a great presence and you're always a great presence and your team is awesome. Um, You've done some great trades and you're just, you know, very well, if you win MVP, very deserving. However, you have won MVP before and a lot of people don't like voting. I think at least don't want to vote for somebody and give them a second MVP without them like winning the title or something. But there's also, when we're thinking of like how good you are on your current team and the stats you're bringing in and then how awesome you are, we can't help but overlook what you did to another team in the league, and that is just decimate Latam. So fucking up one team who's now on like a huge losing streak, and then you know, just to bring success to your team and have people like love you and talk about you, you're kind of like James Harden. All right, in the last of the solid cases, we have our boy, Stakola Jokic. And consider this an endorsement from your pod host, the Tom James. Uh, Stax had a fucking impressive year. Um, If you take a little time, just look at the moves he made at his gameplay. I think he's put together um, one of the most impressive seasons that I've seen in the five years that I've been in this league or six, whatever it is. Um, I mean, he did lose last week, but if he was at, you know, but nine wins rattling off, I think it was eight in a row. And somehow he's got the top two guys in Harden and Giannis. Um, He is super savvy in the guys that he picks up. His gameplay is incredible. Um, He's super, he's like very consistent on the thread He brings his own unique personality um, that I think just adds a ton of flavor to the league. And I think that Stax is like one of those guys who it's like um, that one pod that you were in about the, you know, the people you wouldn't think are jacks or whatever it was called. It's like, I love that energy that you bring. I think you do a great job here. And uh, I don't think you necessarily get enough love as far as the MVP stuff goes. I think you've got a great fucking case, man. And, uh, you know, I, I would like to encourage people to think about voting for Sacks for MVP this year. He's done awesome. Um, he's got a super solid team. He's super exciting, super fun to watch. And he's got, uh, he's got people talking because what he does is a little different. And in that case, he's like D-Rose. All right. That leaves us to our final two people, and these are who I'm going to call our front runners. Uh, the front runners is based upon a couple of things, which have changed some, but you know I still think that front runner makes a lot of sense for these two. And we had that mid-season poll, who you got for MVP, and it was Adam and JB, and I still think that they're the front runners. Um, I think they're both deserving of the award. And I'm really curious to see how this thing goes. Uh, we may or may not, um, hear from them later in the pod and Adam, I think, uh, just on a personal note, man, we all love and appreciate you and are thinking about you with your dad. So love on that front, man. And as far as Adam's MVP case, he, in the content game, which is one of the criteria, he's had incredible content. Um, Tons of pizza stuff, he showed us how to make pies, he's given us tons of things, tons of treats, um, if you take that always blasting content, he's blasted content, and he sent us stuff to our house, that's pretty fucking awesome, and I think that when you give somebody an actual tangible thing, kind of like the 9-11 of the Bacardian diet, it, uh, it definitely does help your case, and I think that that was really awesome. Um, and I think that you've brought tons of stuff to the league. I mean, you've had, you've done, I think it's three long podcasts. And I think that your analysis and your breakdown of everything is really awesome. Um, you had an incredible draft and you, you know, have held on to these players. Your strategy is interesting and definitely different than the rest of us. And if it works and you make the playoffs... And you do that two years in a row and you were able to get and hang on to these guys and you started out strong and are able to do it, that, that is saying something. So I think that there are many different ways and many different reasons that you could be the MVP. However, if that strategy doesn't work for you and you have all these this great roster but you didn't quite make the moves and you had to sit on these injur- injured guys and you should have offloaded them or you should have traded them or it comes back to bite you in the ass, then it's, I think we kind of set a, a precedent that you can't really be MVP and be in the toilet bowl, which would mean that your personal actions are pretty awesome, your stats are pretty great, but you'd be on a team that's like, eh, can we award it to this guy on this team? Not really sure. And that kind of makes you like Jokic. And then last but not least is our other front runner. And definitely when I say last but not least, it's like the opposite of least, which is uh, our boy JB. Um, JB has many, many reasons that he could be uh, MVP. Um, He could be like uh, Kobe and get a legacy award. I mean, he's the founder of the league. He's been a solid player for years. Great fucking hang, you know, in real life, he's just an awesome guy to talk to, real cool guy to hang out with, really interesting guy. Um, he is always there on the thread. He's providing us a lot of great content, a lot of lunchtime links. Um, he, you know, so his gameplay is great. His, uh, the content that he brings is great. And just his presence to the league is really awesome. Like, his constitution, that thing was fucking cool, right? We all, I mean, love that. He wrote a constitution for the league, which, that is just incredible, man. Love it. So, he's done that. He has his meditations for the league, which are super fun. And I feel like JB is one of those guys who just really knows and stays in his lane. That is a really, like, high bar to stay in but he just does it and brings it all the time and you know jb i think that you're you're one of those guys that in years past has been a little bit overlooked when it comes to the mvp i think that you're in some ways it's like you you almost are uh, a little bit of a victim of bringing it too much too often and it's like oh yeah jb can just do that but Sometimes when you don't think, when you don't stop to think about it, it's like, wait a second. He just he brings so much that it's like, what if this guy wasn't in the league? It'd be a huge loss. And I think that in that way, by bringing like just talking about what you bring to the league and how your talents and like what you can do, I think that you're kind of like kind of like Dame. So boys, there you have it. From the fuck knows to the front runners. So let's hear their cases, and then don't forget to send your votes to the commish. We'll start with Andy.
1: What's going on, guys? Uh, This is Andy. Um, Of the team, do you feel Julius Randy, baby? Uh, We have got um, one more week left until the... uh, the uh big dance, the whole reason that we're doing this uh, the ring, the numero uno thing we're going for, but close second to that is everybody's favorite the MVP race so um, <clears throat> the way I've always kind of done my MVP voting and Um, The longer this goes on, I think the less this will be a thing. As I've always kind of thought, uh, just like Tom feels about the actual NBA MVP, uh, we should give it to somebody different every year. Um, Really no need for a repeat guy. Somebody else, somebody usually steps in, takes over the void. Just like in the NBA, it's pretty rare when somebody deserves it more than one year. So, um, we are close. I think this might be... Year four or maybe five of the MVP, so we're getting getting close. Um, But thankfully, there's a couple of guys who really, really took it up a notch this year. um, That I'm trying to figure out who I'm gonna uh, put as my MVP, and um, due to them both being um, they would be first time winners, uh, I, I can keep my rule for another year. So. Um, Both of them have done some serious positivity this year, and I'm very thankful for that. Um, Most everyone in the league has been very positive in general, which has been very helpful through this uh, weird and crazy year. Um, So before I get into the two dudes who I am considering my reasons for that, I'd like to give a uh, shout-out on the positivity theme to... Mr. Positivity himself, Kyle. Um, first week you started that, um, the, the, the deal of us sending you positive things, I was not in a good mood and I didn't really want to do it. So I didn't, I didn't send you anything. And I was like, you know, that's not good. If I'm not in a good mood this is supposed to help change that. And, you know, forcing myself to send Kyle stuff, even if it was about golf every other week, um, has kind of has helped a little bit. So thank you, Kyle. Appreciate that. Um, Diving into uh, who I am currently looking at for my thoughts on MVP. Uh, We've got two guys, um, both uh, members in the league for a long time, both guys who have been um really putting it out there for a long time but have just not uh taken down MVP. Uh so first off, uh we've got the sage master himself, Mr. John Bell. Um you know, it's rare for somebody to put in um so much work year after year after year supplying the league um with with a, a quality standard that they do better than anyone else. Um and, you know, we've had years and years of lunchtime links just keeping us all informed and keeping us all uh, where we want to be um, with our our knowledge levels and our and just making sure we're making the right decisions. So John's been doing that, and that in and of itself has gotten him into MVP voting quite a few times. But along with that, he decided to take it up a notch and add in a second thing that he's been doing all year. Um, which is just the whole idea of the Sage Master um, from his, I mean, some of those, some of the, I don't know, I don't really want to call them like rhymes, but some of the um, the poems, I guess we'll say, the fantasy uh, poems that you have constructed, <laughs> uh, the mantras, that's the word, that's the good word. Uh, I honestly was, you know, trying to stay calm, but laughing, almost the whole time I was listening to all those because you did such a great job of integrating um, your team, other teams, fantasy players, just a whole bunch of fun stuff into each one of those mantras. So um, on top of lunchtime links, you decided to take it up another notch. And where some others may have, you know, let some of their things slide after a year or two, (laughs) power rankings, um, you now have two running... Quality things for our league, and I appreciate that. Uh, and then on top of that, your team is good. Uh, your top three, top four, um, for sure. Um, you have been killing it all year, uh, um, even dealing with um, Mr. Kyrie Irving and his his um, lifestyle changes uh, throughout the year and his desire to sometimes play basketball sometimes not play basketball you've you've crafted uh, a pretty sweet team and you are a force to be reckoned with coming down to the end so um yeah you are one of my two top candidates um the other one is our farthest western member of the league mr adam palais um you have taken pizza to a whole nother level this year um, I love pizza. I think we all love pizza and just seeing the different uh, styles that you've crafted and the different um, different concoctions and just all the the work that you've put into learning this and um, man, it's been pretty sweet to see I wish I lived closer to sample some of your wares um, but speaking of you have actually supplied the league with some of your wares not pizza but fudge and i will have to say no one in the league has taken me on a uh, wilder evening than your fudge Um, and that's that's something that uh, has been a really great addition if you are one of the league members who did not partake um, i think you could probably understand that it it was pretty sweet um so yeah it, it's that's been awesome You've, your your food game on multiple levels has been sweet um your thread presence has been awesome uh your team started out on fire i think you started out three and and four four no um and then the the injuries the injuries just killed you the uh the slim reaper unfortunately um has been a real uh lazy servant in terms of really taking you to the next level so um still got a chance to make the playoffs and that could be a huge boost uh you guys get healthy you get some upsets um all of a sudden your team's making some big waves so something to consider um final point that i think well, you know, I've, I've, most of us are a little bit behind in terms of um, well, I guess m- me um, and a few others in terms of uh, the next generation of, of fantasy basketball players, um, you have really taken it upon yourself to bring Max into the league, um, from donning, donning fantasy Brewing Gear and having him on podcasts and in videos, and um, I know you're having him shoot some hoops around the house, Uh, I really appreciate the fact that you are looking not just to the league this year, but to the league in years to come. So um, you two gentlemen, uh, if you hear this on the pod and there's still time, um, feel free to uh, try and sway my vote. But um, you guys are the front runners. Um, I'd like to give honorable mention to pretty much everyone else in the league. We've had some pretty incredible stuff happen this year, and if I could give an award to everybody, I would um, but that's not how this works, even though I do like participation trophies and winning is dumb. Um, somebody's got to win this one so um sorry, Chuck, uh, you did create our league um our our league design and created merchandise for us to all purchase um but i think you you might still win i'm only one vote but honorable mention to you that was that was that was really cool as well um all right so that's my considerations um yeah take care guys
0: all right thank you sir and uh then let's go to jb
2: what's up guys jb here uh, the Sage Masters. Uh, I'm coming to you live on Tuesday morning from the banks of Herring Creek in northern Michigan. My hope is that you can hear the sounds of the water of nature in the background instead of music or an audio bed or something that I normally would rely on. Um, yeah, just felt like All Natural was the way to handle this MVP pod segment but before we get into all of that um i just want to start by saying adam and chuck um heart goes out to you guys um this is dad stuff which i think is what you guys had said was going on um dad stuff has been top of my uh brain this past few years so it's hit me especially hard when you guys shared that things were a little you know things were changing in your environments um in that that way so just know that i'm thinking about you guys and um Yeah, that's what we're here for, right? It's the community that we've created over the years, and um, it's just great to know that you can always reach out to a bunch of fellow friends and get a hug through your iPhone, or however you want to call it. (laughs) All right, so let's move on. MVP. Um, In the past, I think I asked for a third-place vote one year on the backs of my Lunchtime Links ruse, um, but this year, I'm going to ask for your MVP vote for all, t- all 10 points. And I'll tell you why. But um, my hope is that this is the year that you're like, you know, JB, yeah. Yeah, yeah this league wouldn't be the same, especially this year without that guy. And um, that's why I'm going to ask for your 10 points. Um, it has been my focus this season to remind everyone of the longevity of the league. Something about our 10th season um, for me. Stoked kind of a whole different set of, uh, I don't know, emotions, I think you'd say. Um, just wanting to commemorate and remember that we've been around for a while, us OG guys. And the new dudes, I think you stepped right in and immediately knew that you you were on some holy ground here, some holy digital platform. And uh, <laughs> so my hope is when Kevin Herter's referencing our 10 years um, from that video earlier this year, or even just the presentation of the NBA uh, No Balls Ass Constitution, with an amendment to change to fantasy brewing co i think um hopefully that helped everybody think about (laughs) where we were um at the beginning where we're at now um i think it's fun even for something that's kind of well it's super trivial fantasy basketball but even something like this it's just great to think back the 10 years um and so my hope is that i've done a good job of bringing that up enough so that you guys can kind of reminisce um and think about the the good times, and frankly, and the bad. We've all made some some stupid moves over the years. Um, brought up some dumb arguments, all that good stuff. But that's what goes with the what goes with the territory. So, um, oh yeah, and over the past ten years, um, I've tried really hard to to try to get us good Orlando Magic insider information. <laughs> I feel like between Chuck with the Bulls and me with the Magic, we're like trying, and it's once in a while it comes through. And, (laughs) and uh anyways i just get a kick out of that every time i text one of those family members and i'm like hey you got any news and i realize that like they don't even know it just reminds me that i think our league is better equipped at least to run the orlando magic than the people who are currently doing it and that's always pretty funny um so about this season what makes jb here the sage masters even eligible for mvp um i'm gonna start by saying Even picking my team name, I think was helpful for me, at least me personally on my own journey through COVID and through all the stuff that sucks this year. Seeing Kyrie walk around with that smudge of Sage, I was instantly like, well, I got to draft him now. Um, my own journey of kind of getting involved in meditation and, uh, trying to make that a discipline practice. Um this year uh i think was reflective in my team (laughs) and so the sage masters i hope every time you saw it you smiled and you thought god man the world sucks and here's jb trying to carve out a little little space apiece. my pod segments they were a riot to make um i wrote them oftentimes butchering all kinds of other content i'd find online um but you guys really have no idea how hard it is to trash talk in a meditative yoga script. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, so I tried. And uh I had a lot of fun with it. Um so once in a while Lindy would walk into my home office and I'd be blaring some godforsaken background piece music, whatever, you know, and <laughs> she'd hear hear a sentence or two and it was just perfect. I was like, Man, I'm I'm working. I'm out here in the streets trying to uh Kind to ruse the crew so i hope you enjoy those pod segments reflective of the sage masters and really a unified brand um, <laughs> um okay so on to the other stuff so i hope you liked the sage masters brand this season um on to the more important details team performance um this has been I think the best regular season I've ever had. Um, Looking back through historical records, I finished third one year. I've never finished better than that. Who knows if my squad will turn into the uh, 0-14-15 Hawks or if um, I'll be able to win the ring, but I'm at least proud of the squad that I've made better through the year. Usually uh, I get worse in trades, (laughs) and this year I think I got better. So... Uh, my hope is that you all respect that and say, oh, my God, took 10 years, but JB's finally starting to put together something that's good. Uh, I think my thread presence has been pretty good. Um, I know I send a lot of links, a lot of stuff I find interesting. I don't send you everything because I'm aware of the fact that it can be a little overwhelming. So hopefully uh, you've enjoyed the stuff that I've sent. And frankly, I'm going to continue to send. There's just no no stopping that train. So I don't know. What's my MVP um, theme. I think my theme is if ever there was a year for old JB, if ever there was a time where you're like, all right, we got to throw it to John this year. Um, I think this is the year. I think you're 10. I think, uh, ah, that's just kind of where I want to leave it. If ever there was a time to throw it to me, let's do it this year. I thank you very much for your consideration. And, uh, whenever you guys are listening to this, I hope that you're having a great afternoon, evening, etc. Peace.
0: Thanks, buddy. Good luck to you. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. You guys may know Shoots uh, and I are neighbors. And I think we had one of my favorite exchanges of all time. I was taking a left off my street in front of his house. And he just started flicking me off. So I was like, alright. Flicked him off, too. It was a, a beautiful sight for it all. Anyway, here's Shoots. <laughs>
3: What's up, shitbirds? It's a beautiful day outside, so... Driving around. Gotta pick up some stuff. GRD was on for some reason when I turned the car on, so I'm just fucking cranking that alt-rock. Everybody's favorite vibes. That fucking GRD alt-rock. Anyways, uh... I... Wanted to quick make, this is going to be a really quick pitch, I think it's pretty self-explanatory For, believe it or not, why I'm MVP And uh, I know you're all sitting out there and you're like, well yeah, I think we all know We're all sending voice messages in as we speak to uh, support you in, uh, in your MVP candidacy but, uh, yeah, I'm MVP because I traded once. I only traded one fucking time. And you know what that means? I drafted like a goddamn champ. And I'm going to the finals, boys. I'm going to the playoffs here. No trades. You know what that means? That means that my team is great. I did a great job drafting. I did a great job with some waiver pickups here and there. I got a great crew, a balanced crew. Sure, there's some injuries, but your boy's up there at the top right now, so apparently not a huge deal. And that concludes my uh, my MVP push for myself. Trading's for cowards. Tra- trading's for losers. Uh, I will see you all in hell.
0: you never fail to disappoint then let's go over to uh mr positivity and uh hear his mvp case and uh congrats again dude pumped for you and bets
4: oh hey babe yeah you know it's tuesday just just feeling a little bit down today and i don't know oh sorry wait i just got a text oh oh it's from witty Oh, he wants a positive vibe Oh man, you know That really, really just boosted my spirits Because you know, it's important for me to think about Just how I can be intentional about positivity It's just been such a hard year And if it weren't for my top MVP choice, Witty Picking up my spirits every week I just don't know where I'd be right now So, thanks Whitty. I just really appreciate you you're welcome, guys.
0: Thanks, Woody. Um, on behalf of the league, I think we can say we appreciate you, bud. Anyway, next up we got uh, Stackola, who uh, Pod Tom endorsed a little bit ago. is definitely vote-worthy.
1: Hey, this is Stackus, Moniton Coppo. I think you should vote for me for MVP. I'm too busy um, doing research on fantasy basketball and being a better friend to you all, too make a big long recording and I'm also at work so uh please vote for me I think I deserve it I've yep love
3: you bye
0: thank you sir uh and then we have Kamish who is here to make the case for Andy Jesus! 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 Jesus!
5: for men for men let's get it guys we have come to the time of year the final week of our regular season where it's time for us to do what does not happen enough in this culture and that is identify all the winning attributes of men. And today I'm here to shine a light on a brother of ours that I have long admired. He's got a big old butt and you cannot lie. I'm talking about OG Andy, the God, Wilder. And I'm nominating him for your consideration for one of your three MVP votes. I've alluded to it before, but here's the case. First of all, Andy is one of the top four most successful people in the history of our fine league. Now, one of the things that I think makes Andy a differentiator in our league is he's got a gimmick that we all admire and that we all respect greatly and that is the ability to come up with absolutely insane unhinged team names it's one of the things we admire most in this league is someone with a great team name gimmick and andy is the master at it in fact i can't even see the word capable Capable. See, I can't even do it. I can't even see the word "capable," and my brain goes "capellabile." That's because of Andy's sick genius. Thank you for that, Andy. But also, fuck you for that, Andy. Right now, even look at you. Feel Julius, Randy, baby. I mean, what's going on? It like takes so much mental exercise to fully wrap your head around the genius. Okay. Now, secondly and probably more importantly is the team results. Andy's always a competitor. He's always in the top tier of point score. The man is a very fair trade negotiator and always active on waivers. So team performance, Andy's got it. His team right now is looking very strong. And if you we look at the points for here, I mean He's sitting there at one, two, three, four, five, six. So, right in the middle of the pack, but right in the middle of contention. He laid uh, some pretty thick wood on me uh, one week, scoring a 1500. Great consideration for MVP. And then, finally, probably my favorite aspect of Andy's game is the way that he places his laser guided jokes on the thread. No, he's not spamming the thread with links. No, he's not constantly ha ha every single thing. But when Andy slides on in with a bomb, it is so good. I'm regularly laughing out loud, causing my wife to say, what's going on on um, the thread? It's an Andy bomb. Listen, I think that we are sitting here and we can't let... Andy's contributions to this league go unappreciated. And finally, one more thing you need to consider. Who is more sex positive in our league than Andy Wilder? All of us are aware of at least three celebrities that he'd love to bone, and he reminds us constantly. Thank you for your sex positivity, Andy. Hope you get some love. This is the commission from Ren's, Men's Retreat. <laughs> it's going down. MVP season. Out. And
0: then we go to uh, Adam another one of uh what your pod father is called the front runners
6: gentlemen greetings from chicago illinois it's your boy adam what is my mvp case is the question uh so i don't think i can make a case based on my season started off strong uh, had some unfortunate turn, uh, events happen. Yet to get a game from KD. Drummond was just sat by that stupid man in Cleveland. I hope, I hope he never wins again. But I feel that my extracurriculars were really strong this year. Uh, pandemic, you know, we had, uh, Trivia night that I put together, I thought that was pretty solid. I feel uh, I sent the fudge, did some custom onesies for some folks. I feel like I had a pretty strong thread presence. Uh, nothing outrageous. Contributed to the pod. Did a few special episodes. Uh, so yeah, and you know. Bef- that's uh, about, well, that's about it. I <laughs> uh, just wanted to thank you guys for all the heartfelt um, messages regarding my dad. And, uh, yeah, I hope, I really hope that this, the end of the season and is goes really well. We have a good champion. We have some solid matchups. We had a lot of really good matchups. I guess that might be a good MVP case is I gave Burden... Uh, that 1.5-point loss his first week, kind of a nice welcome to the league. Um, I definitely give a vote for him for Rookie of the Year. So if that means anything. <laughs> um, so again, another blessed year. Thank you, guys. And uh, I'm out. All
0: right. Thank you, sir. So, Christian, could you just uh, quick remind us, what do we do with this stuff? When's it due, et cetera, and what are the points worth?
5: MVP votes this weekend, Friday through Sunday. Send me your top three MVP nominees. Your first place vote is worth 10, second is worth 7, and third is worth 5 points. I'll tally them up and we will release the grid in conjunction with our MVP reveal pod. Your vote is anonymous, but if you want to let it fly for a pod down the line, that's totally up to you. Happy voting, men, and I look forward to your text.
4: NBA, it's no balls association. NBA, yeah, we got the power ranking. NBA, it's your fantasy ball NBA, we on top, this ain't no seesaw. NBA, it's no balls association. NBA, yeah, we got the power ranking. NBA, it's your fantasy ball NBA, we on top, this ain't no seesaw
0: wait
4: hang on motherfuckers positive vibe time it's a positive vibe y'all hey my wife got into harvard gonna be a doctor at harvard teaching harvard medical students it's pretty fucking cool we get to move to boston i'm pretty damn excited let's get to it Number seven, Andy was able to cut out early from work and enjoy the sunshine while still getting paid. My man is just doing his thing. Hell yeah. Tom, hey, he's very happy for me and Betsy. I appreciate that, Tom. His positive vibe was just happiness for me, man. I appreciate you. Um, Yeah, it'll be pretty cool. Um, Christian, Rachel unfortunately burned her hand, forgot oven mitts, but... Christian was able to hit up a couple of wives from the from the league who are in the medical field and able to help him out a little bit and get it all patched up nice. Um, so I'm glad to hear that, man. I'm glad to hear her hands healing up well and good to go. Number four, JB gets to be Uncle Dad for about two weeks. Um, he's taking care of his nephews with Lindy. Uh, They're going for some time up north right now. Then they're heading back to Florida with the nephews. We know how much you care about that, man. That's pretty fantastic. Number three, Stacks. Three-year anniversary week with B-Books, man. And it's 70 degrees. He says nothing but positive vibes this week, man. I love that. Good work, man. Three years. That's a big deal. Number two, I'm told you all have to keep this on the DL because it's not public yet, but... Kyle's wife, Caitlin, got a new job as the manager of patient relations at Spectrum Health, man. I know she wanted that. That's a big deal. She's going to be a fantastic fit for that, man. I'm happy for you guys. And number one, per usual, can't really be beat this week. Dewey vaccinated. Hell yeah. Love that, man. Keep it going, guys. All positive vibes. Peace.